Happy holidays! Today we're chatting with Mark W. Gray, the man behind Professor Hans von Puppet from the YouTube channel Professor Puppet on being an adult and getting some perspective on the family versus the single experience of life. And Professor Puppet himself will be joining us and chiming in on how to spice up the romance for our holiday season. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome. Well, hi, guys. How are you? We're Very great. Well. Merry we, Christmas. Can I say that yet? Merry Christmas. It's Happy so holidays. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Is All of it. Hanukkah is passed already. My, my roommates, you know, Jewish, we did a little Hanukkah thing together. It's that's so nice. beautiful. It's actually a really nice ritual, lighting I'd the say candles. Happy Ramadan, but that, that's in the summer now, that apparently. Yeah, that's yeah. not yeah. anywhere near this. Yeah. 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 Maybe a little more logical. The to follow the moon? Yeah. I learned all about this recently. I think from you, from your show. Yes, oh, right. This about came how, up in how our menstruation, menstruation episode. Yeah. Menstruation is 28 days long because that's the lunar cycle. I know. And then I thought I kind of would like to follow the lunar cycle. Ramadan, here I come. I come outdoors. in and out of the following the lunar cycle with my menstrual thing. Like sometimes it's all with the full moon and I'm in sync and sometimes it's the total opposite. I don't know. It's all weird. Wow. What, Mine's God, really feel, long. Mine's actually longer than the, the lunar planets, cycle. Do you feel better? Um, I, you know, it makes more sense when I, when I, you know, actually it's opposite because she was saying our, our guest, Sherry Winston, Sherry Winston, check out the menstruation episode when it's the full moon, you're out and like you have your period during the new moon. Right. Right. But Mm -hmm. I find that I have my period during the full moon. So I'm like, one of my questions I didn't get to answer, ask was like, that makes you. Go does on. that make me, does that screw me up? That, that means makes you extra like, susceptible to werewolf attacks. Yeah, exactly. I, I think yeah. you're very crazy. right. I think it makes me crazy. <laughs> that means you're, you're wild and out of whack. <laughs> well. No, I my cycle is actually very long. Yeah? One person yeah. told me that can actually, I mean, whatever, but like lead to, you know, that, that you healthier for longer, you're fertile for longer, like this kind of idea of just mm-hmm. l- like fewer cycles in a longer stretch of time. Like so, less wear and tear on the body okay. or something. I don't want to, because I want to be careful how we phrase it. I, I don't, but it, it did sound like a positive. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an advantage. Like, oh, you only get, like, I get my period probably every, like, 40 days. It feels very no, biblical. I'm wow, like Moses' I, wife. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm similar in that. Where sometimes I think I'm pregnant. It's like, no, it's just. Just. Well, I always keep out. a vigilant <laughs> eye because I have a long cycle. <laughs> it's terrifying, though. It's tricky, though. You're on the knife edge all the time, then. That's. Uh, kind of. Oh, boy, howdy. Yeah. It's funny you how you spend. You can't trust condoms or birth. You can't trust any of it. Or Anything anyone either. I'll tell or you right anyone. now. No, but that, that's funny. Oh, you spend God. the first half, the first you know decade of having sex, trying to not get pregnant, then the next trying to get two. Yeah, and then they're know. frustrated that you're not getting pregnant. Yeah. So you have kids. I have two kids. I do. Okay, and how old? How old are they? Uh, my son is twenty, and my daughter sixteen. Okay, and so I've it, seen it all. You've seen it all. And yes. has it taken? Did it take you a long time to get pregnant? Uh, no, well, I, I I got pregnant immediately. I'm still pregnant <laughs> a little bit to look at me. No, uh, no, we just sort of decided to to start thinking about having kids. And before I knew it, she was pregnant, you know, That's within nice. about That's a easy. year or a few months of kind of going thinking natural, yeah. as you say. Uh, yeah. Was she, was she on birth control before and then got off or yes. never? OK, just she curious, because we actually don't use any. We're not we don't we don't use any. No, we're, well, um, I, no, I we're we don't take the pill. Right. We, you know, when we're not in a long term relationship, we use condoms. No, even when I am in a long term, I don't. It messes my body. I can't do it. To, to, no, to no, me, I know. I, I don't get on. But I just then I I'm I don't use condoms necessarily in a long term relationship. Oh, we right, use right. pulling out method, that kind of thing. You know, I've never tried that. What? what? Really? Out. I heard about that recently. I'm like, come on. You're, wait, you're joking, right? I've never tried that. Pulling out. What do you the best do? You use condoms? Huh? So you would use a condom? Or no, you, you, no, what, what, no. When I say my wife was on birth control, it was a, I think it was a diaphragm. 
it was a barrier method. Ah, uh, yes. So it wasn't okay. that chemical okay. breath control. Actually, yes. A friend of mine really loves the diaphragm I and recommended I talk to my doctor about it. I never got around to it, but it does seem like a really great it, uh, solution for the reasons you're talking about. You can actually there's a downside stay inside. To it, which is, you know how like when you have to stop and put on a condom, it kind of slows your roll a little bit? To stop and put on a diaphragm, that is like... You might really as well have to smoke. You yes, know? but technically wow. you can put the diaphragm in that. I mean, sometimes you don't sure. know you're going to have sex and then you do and you have to go, hold on, got to use the diaphragm. But say you're going out for the evening and you know you're on a date or you're with a loved one. Sure. You could put it in before dinner time or whatever. You sure could. That's true. And you can leave it in there, I think. I think for a long time, but you should look this up and talk yeah, to your doctor. Yeah, look it up. Not I think like we should explain what's on your face. For, oh, yeah. For the Hi. video. I yeah, mean, we're actually videoing for the first time. We have lots going on. We're videoing for the first time. We're drinking have a, champagne. We have uh, Professor. You can see that too. Yeah. So yeah. You, we have yeah. Professor Hans von Puppet with us, <laughs> and he's going to come on a little later. And Mark W. Gray has beard ornaments all over his face because. I'm the winner of the Beard Bobble Challenge. I tweeted uh, and shared and reviewed the episode. Yeah, last I gave week. us a review because he's also a listener, which and we appreciate. Yeah. And uh, as you can hear that, oh, they're oh. falling off. Yeah, he has ornaments all My over. We decorated him before coming on. We even periscoped. <laughs> and uh, and it's Christmas totally hysterical. Ball. There's presents and like There's a naughty or good list. mustache, I think. Yeah. I can't even tell. But, you know um, what's, what? I'm I'm very surprised, not surprised, amazed that I we can like talk with you without laughing because it's so funny. Like we can have a serious conversation <laughs> I beard ornaments if, on if, your if, face. If, like, all the political candidates had, like, stuff stuck on their face, I think it would make them easier to talk to, you know? <laughs> It'd make them all make more sense. More if relatable. They had, like, stuff stuck on their mustaches. Or just had mustaches, which none of them do, as far as I yeah, know. Yeah, I don't think true. any of the yeah. candidates. Do they? Why? What What kind of message would that send to the American public if we had a candidate that had facial think hair? We'd think of I don't know. Maybe it's coming back around, because 100 years ago, everybody had beards. Right. Yeah. You know, all those Millard Fillmore, Grover right. Cleveland. Ambrose Burnside, the sideburn was named after him. Yes, I know that. Oh, I actually did I a presentation on him in seventh grade <laughs> really yeah i wrote it and i was all excited about his like mutton chops and i oh, thought yeah. it was funny and since i was sort of a comedian like i always turned my assignments into jokes As like well you should i yeah. did like an abe lincoln conspiracy theory essay really? for like my europe for european for american history ap class and like i was like yeah i'm gonna write this serious paper about you know about like conspiracy theories uh-huh i just was like dodging being sincere but it was a conspiracy. They if I'd had a sincere sex ed Lincoln. class, maybe I would have done that. I take this show seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, this actually means it's more important to your life than what happened to Lincoln, probably. I'm having more sex than I am thinking about Lincoln. Is I wish I mean? could say the same. Now that I've thought about Lincoln, I've had more Lincoln thoughts than <laughs> sex. It, only Today, in the last anyway. 60 seconds. Well, by the way, and this has come up a couple times just in general um, with people when we when they'll go, oh, yeah, I'm not having sex or, oh, I'm having, you know. And um, I'm actually, uh, it's funny, I ended up getting involved with someone who wasn't as sexually active as I was and it really slowed my engine down. Oh, yeah. I started having less sex. I was very frustrated at first. And then I was like, oh, right, I can take care of myself. That's true. And so I think the, I think it's the reminder of just like daily maintenance can take away that mania that can happen where you're like, I need to fuck. You're talking about masturbation, just to be clear. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I meant masturbate. Yes. So like, like, you know, oh, I'm really frustrated <laughs> and, ha and haven't been touched in a while. Uh, that's a good time to do it in the morning. I'm not saying, look, I. It's not as, it's different than sex. Of course you know, it's different. I'm just saying it is a good self-love maintenance. Uh, am I paying attention to myself rather than projecting my needs outward? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well said. Well, they say that's, that's you, you empty the, the bullets from the chamber by masturbating before going on into kind of a sexually charged situation, like on a date. 
where you want to be cool. I think it might cool. be that way for the man. For men, but I no, think but for me, it just it just is an appetizer. Uh huh. But right? I that's yes. true. You don't you don't because women your can supply. just keep right. coming. No, right. That's a thing. So it's like it, yeah. You're like oh, I just came once. Can't wait to do it three more times. Exactly. Hey, now oh, I'm three. ready. Well for, done. <laughs> <thanks>. Or five. <laughs> but Mark, you you bring an interesting point. Uh, recently, a man was telling me about that 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 he actually does masturbate before going on a date. Mm-hmm. And I kind of hadn't thought about it in a long time. I mean, do you feel like that's in your... I mean, you were married for a well, while, so... that kind of time? But, no, uh, <laughs> that's but, what it, but it's saying. a technique. It's definitely a good idea because the worst thing, if you're going to have sex with someone for the first time, Especially is, to, the first is time. to not be able to spend any time on it, to like go pop right. off too quickly. Yeah. And yeah. so you want to do your best to make sure you're doing your best. Does right? it actually help? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because if you um, have not ejaculated in a long time, it's, you're ready to go. And, but if you have, it's, it's the refractory period, right? So it takes a, it's harder to get yourself to come. So absolutely, it's a great technique to kind of to kind of you know take the hair trigger off the gun, you know. Okay, this might be a silly question, but since we have Never. you here, and you have such wise <laughs> yes. adult perspective, a said, lifetime of experience. His beardy with balls in it. Go on. Is it okay if a if a guy? This actually, this the more I think about, it, this is stupid. But if, the, the, if a guy masturbates a lot, mm-hmm. well, not, I mean, whatever, like regularly and well, doesn't have a sexual partner and then has a sexual partner do you think it's harder to come with a partner than you know what i mean like they get used to themselves I, uh, i'm just well it is actually but that's yeah. a good thing that's a good thing it, it, it might be harder to come but it's not like it's that hard you know what i mean <laughs> okay, okay it's still okay. but i i've it's been so long i can barely remember but it seems like uh <laughs> uh having sex with a new person it doesn't Sometimes if it's just great, it's all you can do to not just come immediately because it's like I can't believe this is happening. This is the greatest thing. <laughs> it's in my amazing. Life. This I woman love is it. spectacular. <laughs> Everything is fit. And oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's talk for a minute, and we'll you know. But um, but other times it doesn't quite. Uh, it, sometimes it takes quite a bit of concentration, quite a bit of uh, application to to come. You know. And but I think that's just I don't know why that is. I think it's just uh, mechanics. But it's all good. It's it all can, it's never that hard. It can be the, what's happening in your life too that day. I mean, right? Other I know other women, factors. But I'm, yeah, sorry. No, for men, I'm saying as well, not just women. Well, Isn't it is. that what we're talking also, about? That's, yeah. you were talking about condoms before. That's kind of the upside of condoms is it makes it harder to come. Right. Yeah. Because it impedes the pleasure a little bit. But it can also decrease the hardness of the. Of the well, that's just that, that's that's a function I, of more time passing, I think, as yeah. well. You know, so I you have gotta, noticed. You pick your battles. I have noticed that I find <laughs> that men who watch porn a lot or smoke a lot of pot um, have. I feel like, is that okay? It stopped rolling. You want to hit it? See if it still rolls. Yep. You got to touch the red dot there. We're recording video here on the iPad. There we go. Don't oh, you stop? There you go. It's going. We're together. testing. We're recording ah, video while we shoot for, this, so yeah. it may or may not. We're finding out the Little limits. Oh, I think oh, it's it full. I think it's wow. It's got to be full. All right. Well, this was a good test run. We okay. should keep up with our show that yes. people are listening <laughs> right, to. Right, okay. Oh, so anyway, my uh, my my observation was that I find that men who watch a lot of porn yes. and smoke a lot of pot have difficulty maintaining an erection, or they go in and out of erection during sex, Whoa. and it's these consistent things. 
don't know. I have zero Something experience. Yeah, what's coming your pot, out in my uh, life? Right now, <laughs> I don't watch a lot of porn or smoke a lot of pot, so I can't really help so you. So he's with that. ready to. He's not does not have that problem. <laughs> or or spend time with men who do. So I can't really give you yeah, any data. I'm trying to think of. I mean, I don't have a ton of experience with that. I don't have a lot. I just when I notice be sure. this characteristic yeah. in a lover, I'm like, oh, you do that. And, I, you know, it's like it doesn't help. I think I find yeah, as I get older, trend. my penis is more tells the truth more often. You know what I like mean? Like more connected to what you really It's like it think it if if when you're young, it's just it's ready to go all the time no matter what. You know, your your body is ready to just put seed into the next generation all the time. Mm-hmm. But once you're older, it's a little bit it, it doesn't last as long unless you're very excited. And I find that, you know, I've been in situations where it's been like good to go, everything's great, and then I'll just get turned off a little bit. You know, like you're not as excited, or it's like not a genuine excited. connection. You're like, oh, okay, well, we've got to carry on and do this, but then. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna ask. I have so many questions about this. Um, Yay! Okay. We're so excited to be talking to an adult. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, with with so, full life experience. Mature rating. I think podcast. when we say adults, well, okay, can I ask my question? Yes. Oh, fuck! I forgot it. No, come on. Okay, 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 okay. Well, you're talking I was about talking about about. Lumi- okay, okay. So, what makes you? bored though i mean is it or or maybe I, am i putting that word in um i guess it might like is it that you've seen it all kind of a thing or I is wish, it no. or is it <laughs> a lack of connection or this person really isn't exactly what you want and it's more about like you've discovered more and more of what you want and this person isn't really like the right person it's more like that it's more okay. like you get a little turned off you know you get a little like less attracted to someone uh at some point like uh, I emotionally or physically? emotionally and physically first because emotionally? There, it's because there, there's a period in your life and sometimes when it's just like anyone will do you know there's moments in your life when you know anyone with a pulse you know who right. my organs fit together well that's fine but then um I find as I get older it's got to be a lot more you know emotional connection and mm-hmm. passionate connection and even just aesthetic connection like someone's beautiful or someone is really really turning me on and um I don't know. I, th- I think, uh, I don't know my point about this is, it's just that, yeah, my penis can't lie anymore. It can't well, bluff as well as it used to be. Can I right. say Got something? It. I've had a, a quite an adventurous year. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, um, well, we'll talk about it in our New Year's special uh, <laughs> oh. coming up. <laughs> you can stay tuned you for, you know, two May weeks all the later. be forgotten and never <laughs> be denied. Yeah, but, you know, there's a, there were a lot of interesting experiences, and, and yeah. coming to a close this year... I find that I may be, I don't know if it's just temporary, but it feels like an age thing. Like I've done a lot of different sexual experiences. I've had a lot of partners Mm -hmm. and I'm a lot of partners. No, no, but you know, I've had a variety and I, and I all of a sudden thought this is really fun and this feels really good, but am I, I'm not that engaged. What's next? Yeah. There's no intimate, like I'm not in love you know and and so i'm kind of like yeah i get it i get what the sex act is about mm-hmm. i feel like now because i'm a few years older than t so i feel like i'm like oh, finally around she's coming around, <laughs> she's coming, <laughs> around. You can relate. coming around i'm terrified i'm like what what i used to just enjoy the thrill of finding a new body and yeah, exploring now it you get to explore the thrill of deeper connection oh yes you see i i, I got right. married when i was All 25 right. yeah and i was married for 14 years wow so and then i've been divorced about 10 years and to be honest i had way more sexual partners after being divorced than i did before right. getting married. That makes freedom sense. when i was older 
Yeah. I've actually learned a lot about sex that I did not know while, while I was married. you were married. Can you, can you, your top three, what's your, t- or top one? Top three. <laughs> or one that comes three to mind. Three things that you, right. Well, a no, sexual I, I, thing one, that you. One thing that I didn't, that I learned is that women like having sex and they like, they can, they can have lots and lots of orgasms. Right. Because oh, before yeah. that you had it in your mind, which is American cultural. Well, it's just, I think it's, it's not it. even a cultural thing necessarily. It is sort of, but it's also just, you know, the person I was married to, oh. you know, who was just Everyone's not different. super into it. You know mm. what I mean? Maybe she is now. I don't know. But uh, well, and maybe she needed to explore more as well and hadn't fully developed. Well, she was a little older than me. She was, you know, 30 or so when we got married. But um, Hmm. but no, it was just she was just never that the first year or so people seemed really into it. But then she was just not as into it after a while. And I was and it was fine. I kind of carried on and everything was cool. We had a great family. We had a great time and we were connected a lot on a lot of different levels. But after a while, we just kind of weren't anymore. And um, that's a whole other show about how to <laughs> how to not get divorced, uh, but um, but no. But what I found out was I was really, really. I'm trying to, you know, I, I have no bad feelings about my ex-wife. I'm not trying to like run her down. I'm not trying to because you know people hear this and it's all sure, yeah. all good and everything's great. But you know, I, I, I it turns out I was really getting kind of shortchanged in the sex department while I was married, based on what other people do. You know, mm-hmm. kind of in the, the what's the norm, the norm and what's right. out there. Right. You know, it's not just, you know, Amish versus Hugh Hefner. You know, there's a huge, you know, demographic in the middle there that was getting a lot more action than I was. And it's not even just action frequency. It's more like just enthusiasm on a woman's part. Well, and it's interesting. What's funny is, and I like, for me, this is a really interesting experience because I, as a woman, like you're saying, like sex. This is why we want to talk about it because women don't get that kind of privilege Mm -hmm. to express that early on in their lives. But also... um, you know, like I finally was dating someone who seems to not value the importance of a sexual relationship as much as I do. Well, oh, also, really? he's in a very different time. I mean, he's just in a very busy time. You're right. He's a little well. older. And so maybe and nose like to the stressed, grindstone yeah. with work. Well, no, we, we moved into a stressful phase of his life with, with business and this kind of thing. But, but you know, I think that there was, even in the beginning, I think that it was, the, I don't know, there's an unevenness. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying I was right or he is. I think it was like, it seems to be a, a tonal difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was learning a lot from him, actually, because it was a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Okay. You know, how, where is he coming from? And and in some ways he's able to offer like a more deeper soulful connection, which was really beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, but, uh, less often. Less. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. So, 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 so it kind of happens, you know, on all fronts. It can be a man or a woman, but everyone has sort of different needs, I think. So did that put you in the position of being the sexual aggressor, right? It was like oh, I had yeah. to be on you to get it going every time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not great at that. I think I'm... It's funny because we... Over the year, I went to a femdom party. I went to a submissive party. Uh-huh. And of course, just then that, that got me thinking about my lovers and the dynamics we have. Right. And I'd say I'm surprisingly kind of fall into more of a submission. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I might play like games with them kind of before, but once it's, we're like at it, I'm like, you know, well, I, we joke about it on the show. I like, yeah. I like raise my arms like a monkey and I'm like, great. <laughs> like go do it. Yeah, get in there. Over. Yeah, here's my body. <laughs> oh, I surrender. And I yeah, joke with her about being, being a lazy lover. Right. I'm getting better. I'm like stepping up to the plate. I'm like, okay, it's my turn to give back now. Harumph, but I'll do it. <laughs> all right. Fine. Oh my god. It no, makes I want to cry. No, this like is a all a parody. I'm not. I know. I know. I know. Hello. I, know. I have lovers who seem to be very happy because of course I've, they've got a beautiful woman under them. How no, can they but not I be? I joke. I exaggerate. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah, I am a giving joke. lover, but within this, what I'm saying is these these kind of what as you're saying, which is there's her head no. What Mark is saying, like there's yeah, there's a wide range, and there's kind of this 
yeah, I, I prefer to have the the partner that's an aggressor. And sure. So so then all of a sudden I found myself feeling frustrated because I didn't um, relish the being the aggressor uh-huh. all the time. I see. Yeah, and he was particular. I mean, I'm like, I mean, I hear about it every day. Well, <laughs> does that give me li- does that give me license to report? You back? hear about all of them, all of them. <laughs> yeah. She's so a great deal. So you could write a book about her. Then I you could write a book exactly. About, okay. Yeah, exactly. That's what we should do. <laughs> That's a great idea. You should write a book together about, about each other. About each other. I love that. Goes back and forth. <laughs> oh my! An God. outside perspective on our love lives and our sex escapades. All right. Well, we need We're to schedule it. that in. I think maybe that Indiegogo. might be a summer project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a summer project. But I kind of tweet us if you want. If you want no, because you know your friends always have perspective on you in a way that you can't see, and then I'm also learning this. This is sort of. I think I fell into a place as a friend where I, I don't necessarily speak up enough. Mm-hmm. Like I go, well, it's not my place. Yeah, we've had conversations about this. Yeah, and I did have thoughts and I should share them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. it would save me some heartache, don't you? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually. And this is a big part of, actually, for me, my my growth and going into the new year and, and really sort of using my voice when I see something and not pushing it, but, you know, standing right, standing it, tall. Speaking, speaking, As well, yeah. you should. You should always say, say what's on your mind. I yeah. Think. Well, Probably right. Share. You, well, not you, everything, I guess. You want to share well, but, appropriately. And I, I think you can share, like you said, appropriately. Uh, like you can share, I'm feeling this and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. want to let you know that. Like, is that, do you see it the same way or are we looking at a different way? I encourage that in your relationships as well. Yes. Because that is one of the things that I'll give you some how to not get divorced advice right here. Yeah. Is um, none of the things, none of my wife's complaints about me were inaccurate. They were all absolutely true. Wow. But they were all a complete surprise to me that they bothered her. Wow. They were all things I had no idea were bad. You knew you knew this about yourself, but you just didn't think that it bothered her. No, it's her. just like stuff I did. Like I went to the Cannes Film Festival every year, and I yeah. you know, bought this computer or that computer. And it's like stuff the way I just was. But I don't like know. I, mean, like I didn't check about in about the water it. bottle on the, on, the, on the water cooler. Okay, know? but can I, can I just step in and say that those are very small things in the grand scheme of things. No, but I, I think I they're mean, symbolic of something larger that she's not addressing. Right. Quite possible. But, that, I, but that's, that's all I'm saying is, I guess, A, pay attention, and B, speak up, you know? Communicate. Yeah. Communicate. If yeah. something bugs you, if you see something, say something. If something bugs you and it's bugging you, don't just wool gather on it and don't just sit on it and let it get worse and worse and worse until you want to get divorced. Because by the time I found out my wife wanted to get divorced, she had read two books about how to get divorced. Wow. Wow. You know, that's so it was a lot of work. Really but she no shouldn't read any books about how to save your marriage. I mean, oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm your I, friend. I, so I'm on your rehash side. that. <laughs> I know, but as we're talking about ago. it, it makes me reflect on my sure, really, my totally. long term relationship and where I didn't step up and speak, you know, say it clearly or, right. you know, areas that I didn't. And even this is funny. Just the other day, I went to the grocery store for me and my roommate and my, you know, who I'm living, you know, so it's, it's a, a roommate dynamic. Yeah, but it's a, you know, good friend. Uh-huh. But even then, it's sort of its own type of relationship. And at some point, like, I bring in all the groceries. And then and then he's like, great, thanks. And, like, goes to the other room. And I'm like, who doesn't help unpack the groceries? <laughs> so then I... Your I'm, roommate. Well, right. And sort of like... He's going to eat all that food, too? Yeah, we're yeah. sharing. Oh, my. Yeah, like, I, I kindly took time to, like, also get whatever. I said, hey, I'm at the store. What do you want? You know? Right? So just... Right. Anyway, the point is, so we get there. And I'm going, and it's like in my mind, I'm going, that's so rude. Like, who does that? Like, it's so noxious. Da, 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 right? And this wheel. And then so I said, oh, right. This is when you speak up. <laughs> you speak so up I, I spoke up. And I yeah. said, and I, yeah, and I went into the room and I said, I just want to let you know, I think it's really rude that you're not helping. And then he made a really good point. And he said, well, don't just tell me it's rude. Just ask me. That's an excellent point. Just too. ask. Now, I think we can all be better partners by, you know, it's a beautiful gift to do it without being asked. Right. Sure. That's. 
But if someone sure. isn't, yeah, you go, hey, can you help? And, the, and, and their willingness to do that is a gift in itself. I recently had an experience like this with my roommate, too. This is, this is having relationships as single people. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. talk about our roommates. Well, it's funny because I, I can talk about my, my ex as well, where things like that came up, too. And sure, I was going to say sure. not communicating clearly, like, this is upsetting me. I feel like Please I should give you a merit it. badge, the relationship merit badge. Yeah, for one, and so know? I'm kind of almost getting round two with my roommate. Like, like here's my chance to do it right. You know, yeah, otherwise you'll be, otherwise you'll be you like, can. you know, you never unpack the groceries. Like, what? You've never asked? what? What groceries? What That's are you the married about? version, right? Yeah. Well, that is the married version. I mean, you're living in the same space. Yeah, you, but you got to say, you know, you want to help me with these groceries? You oh, know, we got to take a mini break. We do. Oh, we well, do. But I just noticed the time. Oh, good. Yeah, heavens. we do. Um, when we come back, we'll be talking uh, with Professor. Oh, I'm getting the hook already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, and and we'll and bring back more, the man behind it, which is who we're talking with now, Mark, Mark w. w. Gray. Oh, uh, you can say my name. Yeah, <laughs> you can find him at Rocket Pictures on Twitter. You can uh, join our conversation on Twitter and Instagram at ta talk sex or our website tatalksex.com. And quickly, the puppet at Professor Puppet, right? On at YouTube? Professor Puppet on Instagram and just YouTube.com/slash Professor Puppet on YouTube. Okay, we'll be right back. It's the holidays, and I hate it when I don't know what to get somebody. So T and I are helping you out with that, and we're we got discount codes for our top two picks for the holiday season. So I picked We Would Watches. It's the only watch I've worn in the past five years. They plant a tree for every watch they sell. It's a unique gift that's perfect for men, women, teens, everybody. And the wood comes from Reclaimed Wood. The discount code is capital all caps W O O D. I love that watch too. Uh, okay, my pick, T, is the ammoaudio.com. So they're high powered speakers like Jambox, but in a real ammo cam can. So it's a great gift for men who you don't know what the heck to buy them. Uh, they're made by US veterans, made in the US. The code is capital S E X 10. So capital S, lowercase E X 10. And uh, you can find all of that info on tatalksex.com. Uh, there's a for ammoaudio.com it's a $10 discount and back to the show Welcome back to TNA Talk Sex. We're here with Mark W. Gray, the man behind Professor Hans von Puppet from the YouTube channel Professor Puppet. So I had a question. Yeah. So Mark, so Mark was listening to one of our episodes that we had uh, on last spring. It was um, oh with my God, I don't what's the title? It was with it was Madison about Shepard. Children. It was yeah, about having children. We did. No, it was about the birth rate declining in America. Yes, yes, that's the title of the show, and it was basically a, a roundtable with uh, three, four T and I and a couple other women mm -hmm. talking about our hesitations and reservations around having kids. And, you know, Mark contacted us afterward and he was like, oh, my God, I wish I was there. I would have given you perspective <laughs> because <laughs> he like, has children. We don't want it. No, I'm kidding. But so so what? So enlighten us because because uh, we were we were, you know, we're career women. You came down kind of anti. We did. We did. Honestly. Well, yes. I think just from a very honest place of what are our blocks and why? Yeah, right. Well, I see that. And I know kids take a lot of, everyone says, oh, it changes your life completely. It changes your perspective. Sure, it does. Lots of things do. Getting in a bad car accident changes your <laughs> life completely as well. Or having that's someone die. Cause, you know, or having, but having a baby, the, the nice thing about it is that's a whole other person who you're connected to forever, you know, for no matter what. For better or worse. For better or for worse, right? And there's, sure, there's, there's, there's stories of people having like rotten kids or rotten parents and bad relationships in their family. But I feel like 
smart, lovely people like you guys, you know, kind of owe it to the earth. And by that, I mean everybody to like make more of you. You know what I mean? To participate in in, in the species. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, you are obviously participating in lots of ways. You're making great (laughs) things for us all and you're out in the world and everything else. But as far as mammals go, that's all we are, right? We're all a bunch of mammals and a bunch of creatures. And the only reason that we're here is because a lot of other creatures in the past had us. Yeah, and made us. Created. You know yeah, we I mean? had some nice talks with my grandmother at Thanksgiving. Yeah, about that. Oh about yeah. How the whole, I mean, it's kind of amazing, but you're going the whole family. It was five children from her, and then thirteen grandchildren, uh-huh. and all those grandchildren. A couple of them have gotten married. Two are pregnant now. You know, and it's like. Oh yeah. I mean, this is a. It's an empire. Yeah, it's a, you know the family tree. Uh, t- my grandmother, thanks to her, on my mom's side had had eight kids. There's eight who lived. Two of them were like stillborn or something. But she had eight kids. Each of like the oldest one had twelve kids, so the next one had like eight. You know, and my mom had two, and so there's the Neil family reunions were hundreds and hundreds. A beautiful of people. reunion tribe. It was a lot of a lot of hillbilly action and a lot of great food and hot dishes. Roasting you know? rats. I huh? mean, what no, no, hillbilly? No, no. <laughs> like macaroni casserole kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. that's my style. Very yeah. good. Style. Oh, okay, Velveeta cheese. A lot of bluegrass music too, but it's been a long time. That's amazing. But like, it sounds so fun. You know, now it's this Was urban Was Dolly lifestyle. Parton there? Huh? Was Dolly Parton there? In spirit. No, that's more of a Tennessee yeah, situation. Oh, really? But she's not Malaysia. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, part of you says, well, I don't want to have more than one kid. Or Most of my friends who are my age have one kid in Los Angeles. So they're all great, lovely people. They have great jobs. They have a lot of money. And they have their one kid. I don't know. I found having two is even better than having one. <laughs> because it's almost easier. Yeah. It's psychically yeah. easier because sort of the second one takes the pressure off the first one. Well, they can babysit. They can look after like, each other. Right, and, and entertain like each other. They entertain each other. And you kind of know, if you just look around at every other person in the mall, you're like, these people were all babies once, and they all made it fine, you know? So it's not as terrifying as you might think to deal with babies because we're kind of we're kind of like built to do it, you know? Well, okay. So let me interject. Maybe I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't know. I'm, Go for but it. I'm yeah. healthfully expressing my constant concerns. Um, <laughs> paranoia. Well, no. Okay. So, so I have, I have my best friends um, who are here in LA. They, they have a kid who's a daughter who's two. She just uh-huh. turned two, and I've been with them through when they met, when they courted, when they got married, and then they conceived, and now they have this two-year-old girl. So I, and now they're looking at divorce, mm-hmm. and. Um, <laughs> So it's a little, I, we were just talking about it a couple nights ago, actually, and, and we're all, you know, we sit and talk openly about all of this are very sort of aware of mm-hmm. this and this whole process, but it really is, a, you know, and she's, he's, th- you know, I don't know, 36 or so, she's 29, and and she's like, yeah, I mean, it totally, totally, entirely changes your life, entirely changes your relationship, sure. and she said also, it, do- it does change, like for him, he's like, it changes my perspective on life and my values and which I can totally understand how that could happen. I got pregnant over uh, when I was gallivanting around <laughs> Dubai and all of that. It happens. Ah, no, no, no. It was a very, it was they one of the. They have that in Dubai now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. No, I, I was on a five month lover. Uh, no, a relationship. Really, it was a relationship. Sure. Yeah. I think it was. But um, it was a, I don't know if I've talked about it on there. I think no, I did. No, you haven't. No, I haven't? No, oh. no, no. This was, I wasn't sure if you were ever going to share and I wanted oh, you no, to. Oh, no, I want to. I want to do a big blog. It was, it was an incredible experience. It was, um, deeply affected me in a lot of ways I didn't un- didn't think that it would but mm-hmm. um but you I ended up not I ended up not, not having the child but I almost did 
And it really, be, first of all, chemically being pregnant totally shifted my uh, mm-hmm. my understanding of. You do your head in a little bit? Did it make you kind of totally feel different about lots of things? Totally, yeah. yeah. And also, um, I really, in. I really started looking at families mm-hmm. differently. And this was even before I knew that I was pregnant. Like yeah. I was, my attention was honed in on couples and families and dynamics between parents and kids and. Um, and it really shifted my value system around monogamy and yeah. partnership and family in a really beautiful way. And I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for having that experience. Now a year or so, where, where are we? About a year, a year out of that experience, I'm kind of more um, sort of back toward the center I mm-hmm. guess a little bit on in terms of my wow, spectrum where I, you know, cause in, and I don't know where I, I mean, yeah, it's been a year again, centered on my life and mm-hmm. my career and my whatever. And, and I do feel like, yeah, I mean, I do feel like I've got this thing in life that I need to do and having a kid may just get in the way of that. You know, and I don't know. That's and a great question to not question, but thought to put forward. I mean, I think know? that's a lot of our fear uh, when we don't have children. Well, right? that's the th- right. And then when I was pregnant, Maybe a little self-absorbed in the, the city. That's what mindset. I'm saying. Like, yeah. so I'm pulling, I'm getting pulled back to this. And this is what I'm a little concerned about. I'm getting pulled back to this. What I feel sounds like a more self-absorbed perspective. But when I was pregnant, what my realization was, was like, fuck this is so i'm it is very self-absorbed and the reality is that these are all just fears Mm -hmm. and i can do whatever the hell i want that's true you know like if i want to have this can i interject yes here's my thought i because here's a question i have that i think is uh, an ongoing human issue you know can we not force but can we make ourselves change like Mm. from an early age i believed in adoption okay so maybe that means that's just what i'm supposed to do like i never i was never going oh i can't wait to have a baby i do remember planning my weddings with my best friend like in third grade you know going i want to have this dress really yeah like going super into the wedding decor decor. i was like my i was like mom it's a cloud of doom to have kids (laughs) (laughs) but i don't know what yeah when i was 15 and she was like honey you don't have to do that i'm like what you don't? You don't? You were 15. You thought it was a well, cloud of doom. Yes. And by the way, yes. it's an American privilege to not have to do it either. And by privilege, I just mean, or maybe it's not, maybe it's a curse. I don't know. But, but being able to make the choice. It could also be because my mother talked about not being able to become a doctor because she got pregnant. So that yeah, could sure. be like, well, but then I look at my mother and it's like, like breastfeeding the back of the classes at, at Columbia, like in, in like yeah, a real estate program. I mean, I'm her career terrified. for like a minute and like they yeah. put a and desk like, in the oh, basement of the this. house and she would work down there. Like, so and they just keep going. Just carried on. And for me, much. my mother. So maybe it is, maybe it's just, I'm terrified of becoming my mom's story. Well, feeling disabled. Else. I have a ton right. of fear around that. I just think uh, maybe it's my own not believing in myself. I go, oh my God, I have a baby. I'm, I'm going to get tired and just stop. Well, you are. And a lot of things will slow down. That's why you want to be in a couple when you have a right baby. to have that. Trying support. to do it solo—that seems like a real hard. Yeah, that is road to hoe like there, that. you know. Yeah, and it's well, but people choose to do it as well. Well, sure, but th- there's this—we're pulled two different directions because it's like you think, well, I really want to have this full attention on my career, and I want to really not take my eye off the ball there and be distracted by family stuff. But then if I go, well, I, then there's other women who are like, I really want to have babies, so I really better start looking now because I've got to have a baby within four years because I've, I've got to find mm-hmm. a husband. Yeah, yeah. In three years, so i got to have a boyfriend this year because i got to have two years with him before I get, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I have a friend that's doing that now. We're just aggressively doing that. Dating that online because like that's got to happen. Bad. 
Yeah, that's just too calculated. I, well, no, me, no, it's but like, let me. If let it's me, gonna happen, I, I'm if I'm drawn to doing it, then I'm gonna put myself out there to meet people. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, no, we'll okay. Fuck on. But this is my point: is some people the same way that I go? Oh, I'm ready to like. I want to adopt when I grow up. There are people who are like, I'm gonna have a family when I grow up, and that's what they want. Yeah. And and that's and but I'm I, amazed I, by it. I'm going. There's women, you know, Rena, who is you know, we're, who's <laughs> a good friend, and we're having her on later. Is uh she's she's that's what she wants yeah she yeah. knows she wants a child uh-huh. i have not been in that position but i sometimes go well how am i selling myself short am i missing something can i grow and evolve into wanting this well, well that's what my that's what my pregnancy experience was and and this is what i'm a little concerned about like okay now i've i've been you know i'm outside of that like the freshness of that experience and and while i was pregnant i, I really had this total shift of understanding it's like a near-death experience where it's like you see what's <laughs> important in life i'm not kidding yeah you know transformational and re- yeah and it really is like wow i'm like i the only thing that is important in life are my relationships with people yeah and so i committed to reinvesting and recommitting to you t and my and friends here and you know and like okay if i'm not going to have this baby then i can pour myself into my relationship where do you relationships put your value? I already have you know and not focusing so much on career and mm-hmm. and stuff you know what i mean and well, so, so now m- i feel like i'm well, yeah one of the great things know, about Mark, having a baby is it it does go to the f- top of the list like taking care of the kid automatically becomes like the most important so thing puts things in your answer huh a clear answer it's a clear answer because i every day i say oh what should i work on today should i try to write that thing should i do some puppet videos should i go to youtube should i make a thing should more I, puppet videos should for I, sure the cruise okay cupid what should i do with my time you know yeah and but if you have a kid it's sort of like oh i gotta pick up the kid and deal with him oh i gotta feed him but oh, here's the thing though I mean? okay but also then do i wonder if it can become a crutch where where we stop working on ourselves or stop stop uh stop honoring creating, the things that we need things. to do right yeah well, Bec- you perhaps know it can you know what though i think you hit on an important thing a which maybe this is maybe this is the crux of this sort of seasonal episode is that idea of are you giving up on yourself mm-hmm. in sorry and I, and I say that by by bringing up you know it can be a kid it can be for me you know i i sometimes don't realize how much you know hurricane katrina hitting my family's home like knocked me out I think in a lot of ways like I stopped having as much yeah. uh, gumption as I did right so self-esteem issues or like just things that like big events that happen in our lives but there's an illusion that you're in control of where your life is going you know I mean you, you could do certain things like I'm gonna go to this college I'm gonna learn this I'm gonna follow this career and there's paths you can get on but they can get derailed oh, and yeah. the derailment yes. can be just as valuable to you as the path totally correct but I guess I'm just saying there's derailment and driving at it with like like there's i guess that's the balance of will versus um the uh yes divinity like events outside of you and your own personal sure choice well right so you're always and i think people go is it one or the other and it's like well it's both it's both the point is it's a a weave tapestry there's an illusion of control really i mean i got i I was in a motorcycle accident last year wow i got hit i was going north on my scooter (laughs) and a car coming south turned left right in front of me and I smacked it to the side of this woman's car and I busted my right arm and bone, the bone came out. You oh know. my God. I've got scars you can see all up and down here. Was this before we met? No. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah, actually. It was, okay. And uh, I was and I was about a year, I was in the nursing home for two months. Wow. With that. And I had broken ankle, a broken arm, so I couldn't do crutches, you know. So I was had to be took care of in this nursing home full of old, old people. It's called a SNF, which is a, a, spe- a skilled nursing facility. Right. You don't want to actually sniff it. Um, <laughs> but that 
I knew what to do every day. My day was figured out for me because I had to just go to the meals and do the physical therapy. And, and do that's the physical it. therapy and take care of yourself. Take care of Actually, I made a vlog. I did a video every day I was in the nursing home. I had 40 oh. videos. Wow. But uh, this is what I think is interesting. Like you're, you did something with it. It's like, here's my situation. Yeah. What's the, with it. Yeah. what's the, I don't want to say message, but yeah. What can I get out of it? What can I give back to yeah, others? As opposed right. To like I would think your vlog is actually insight for anyone who does suffer this. Yeah. I mean, we had Maddie Goldberg on who had a, a brain cancer incident and he wrote a book called brain humor and it yeah. was like how to rebuild your life after having that. And it's like, so, you know, again, community and kind of building something around your experience right. as opposed to feeling immobilized and going, well, I know right. I have this thing, but it's like, I, I'm going to park it. We're talking about it's a privilege or it's a curse. I think a lot of these privileges are curses. A lot of these choices, <laughs> this huge cornucopia, this buffet of choices we have with what we can do with our lives artistically and creatively oh, yeah. and all this different stuff. It's, it's hard because there's too many goddamn choices. Yeah. Quote you privilege. Know? I get and stressed out in the grocery store. 200 years ago, you grew up, you're born on the farm. Okay. Potatoes. That's your job. Now you're digging up potatoes forever. You know, <laughs> but be the best potato digger ever. But I, yeah. I do think it's really I do like beautiful. Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> they taste different in, in different countries, by the way, based on the soil they I grow bet in. They do. But I France, think cho- delicious. Choice is important, and I think that <laughs> I think that it's. Uh, um, oh my God, I'm so distracted now. <laughs> Thinking Choice. about French potatoes. French potatoes are will, really very good. The responsibility of it. Oh, oh but you know what? It, I think it's a sign of evolution because, you know, like kids, you they don't have a lot of, they don't have choice, right? That's and right. so as creators, it's a really beautiful thing to have the choice, but it is also scary, which is why I haven't decided whether but I, but to I have kids. But, <laughs> but also, it's like I've, I have a cartoon from the New Yorker taped on my fridge. There's this kid sitting on the floor with like a record player and an iPad and a guitar and bongos and a computer. And the dad is saying, you know, if you if you had fewer creative outlets, maybe it would come out of you with more pressure. You know? <laughs> like if there were fewer things to do to express yourself, maybe your the things you did would actually be more valuable. Right. You right. Know? Well, but I think it's that mix of focused choice like versus distraction because there's people who don't have access to that kind of opportunity. Right. Yeah. And they're suffering. And hopefully we, you know, in general, our evolution is moving towards people having more access to opportunities. Sure. Right. But so so you can dabble in a lot of things. I have had the fortune of trying a lot of different things, but it's like, where do you naturally, where's your passion? What do you naturally kind of love? And then knowing that you should run at that. And I guess what I'm saying is children certainly absorb a lot of time and energy, but maybe what I'm hearing from you, Mark, is even like, okay, at 3 p.m. I've got to pick up the kid from school. So what am I doing? Between now and three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I'm going to focus those hours and knock out these little projects and then go forward. So I think it's it's an interesting productivity. I don't know. You know what? I, <laughs> I after seeing my 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 friends and um, and it's not just it's not just these friends, but just whatever living life. I, I kind of feel like okay, I would be more comfortable having kids if I had for sure like financial stability and plenty of money and right, a I mean, freaking nanny a thing, because yeah. like I lo- I want to travel. I am not the kind of person or, pa- or who I wouldn't be the kind of parent who's like can't leave my kid alone i'm definitely much more the european mindset where like that kid fucking takes care of himself or in a way tie the kid to you and take him with you right that but like i mean like you there there's a different like in i feel in europe there's a more of a they they expect to be to maintain their adult kids as much totally they expect to be autonomous adults themselves still even though they've got this kid it's like yeah but i'm still a sexy sensual normal adult being and i'm going to go out on dates and this kid is, is going to be sitting here and well behaved and 
You know what I mean? And it's not like all about the freaking kid. And but I, I, this, this just makes me think again about our cultures that we grew up in. And, and we have been born into a culture where they're basically saying, yeah, you have the choice. Just take the pill, whatever. You don't have, you never have to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we now have a whole show about like, you know, is it, do we want to do it? Whereas like there are countries where you don't even think about it. You just do it. Now your father sells you for some goats or whatever. Well, exactly. yeah. And I'm not, I'm not right. advocating that. Not those countries. No, but <laughs> there are countries where I, I'm just saying different perspective where when you know you're having children and whatever. And it's like, uh, that almost sometimes I beg for that kind of life because then you don't have the burden of choice. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's like, why I'm having more down moments. But well, that's focus. sort of. But that's sort of one of, the, one of the problems with our Western culture. Like I saw this kind of racist xenophobic video about England and about <laughs> all the immigrants coming to England and how it was kind of anti-immigrant. But what they their their whole point was that uh, your average English couple has like 1.1 child, you know, yeah, and you have to have like 1.8 children or something to maintain your population, and therefore the population gets replaced by immigrants and all these different immigrants come to England and they have six or eight children in each family because right. that's their culture in Syria or in wherever. And so based on that, England will be completely not people who are for, not, not English people. Right. Just based on the math. I mean, they'll be, you know, politically English because they'll all be growing up in England, right? Mm-hmm. But, but they're not going right to be, mixed. you know, the, the same English people that were there before. America and Canada just barely have enough kids per family to kind of maintain that because of Hispanic people. Well, and yeah, who are the you know well, yeah original you know, Americans? Saying, yeah, all these all these divisions are are are, are, are illusions anyway. We're all right. the same. It's like all dogs can mate with all of the dogs. All humans can mate with all the humans. <laughs> we're all the same. But um, but the thing is, yeah, it's like if you want to maintain kind of your status quo thing that you're having here, you need to make more of yourself. You know what I mean? If you like the world, if you like, I always think, oh, there's too many kids. This population is exploding. It's like, well, sure, but if it's going to explode anyway, shouldn't it explode with people? who are loved and educated and like us. You know right. what I mean? Well, People who, who Well, and who I then I smart. go, yeah, that's why I like adopting and kind of sharing the gifts right, I've been right. given. But look at you. Others. Your DNA is so perfect. Why would ah. you not want to pass that along? We'll see. We'll You're see. You're a very healthy specimen. I, we'll did see. Have a, I did have a dream where, uh, and I'm very, uh, I honor my dreams. I don't know. They're a very big part I of it. I write them all down. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, so I had this dream once that, uh, so I have a tattoo over my, um, just above my nether regions that says ooh la la. <laughs> well, you yeah. sh- shifted the sexy voice to describe so, the. Well, your, your it's a sexy tattoo. It is a sexy tattoo. But you can't, you can, when I wear low rise jeans, you can see it. Yeah, and you can, I. I Her children are going to love it. Choreograph, I choreograph, belly designed it. So that's cool. I put on all these different pairs of pants and panties and swimsuits and made sure that it was visible. Of I course. Wore it, so. Anyway. Like you do. But, uh, so yeah. I, I have the tattoo. So in the dream, this old woman comes up to me and, and clearly I've been thinking about this topic. I don't know. This was way before I got pregnant. But um, so this, this old woman came up to me and she said two things. She said, blessed be the child who comes from ooh la la. And then she also said, you are keeping yourself from experiencing tremendous amounts of joy by not having children. Wow. Oh God, that literal message. Yes. Holy. And Toledo. I woke up. I'm like, fuck, I have to have kids now. 
damn it. Well, no, uh, my work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd share that. Yeah, you've, it yes. does stay in the back of my mind. But money sure. I spent on that Inception machine really is paid <laughs> off. Yeah, exactly. Mark Gray, this holiday season has talked TNA into having children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who gets to now plant the sperm? Seed? We can. Uh, yeah, exactly. We can, we can talk. Well, what's we're interesting is okay. Yes. Yes. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna wrap this up, and then also, and then Hans, Mr. Will, yeah. Professor Puppet will come. The professor. And uh, talk us to us gems. about spicing up our holiday <laughs> love life. Oy vey. Instagram us on TA Talk Sex. Tweet us on TA Talk Sex. If you're pregnant, we totally celebrate it. We're just <laughs> afraid ourselves. So we admire all of you new parents. Just keep dreaming. And, uh, and, yes, and, and you can find Mark W. Gray on, at, at Rocket Pictures and uh, YouTube Professor Puppet. And Mark W. Gray as well. <laughs> It's the holidays, and I hate it when I don't know what to get somebody. So T and I are helping you out with that, and we we got discount codes for our top two picks for the holiday season. So I picked We Would Watches. It's the only watch I've worn in the past five years. They plant a tree for every watch they sell. It's a unique gift that's perfect for men, women, teens, everybody. And the wood comes from Reclaimed Wood. The discount code is capital all caps W-O-O-D. I love that watch too. Uh, okay, my pick, T, is the AmmoAudio.com. So they're high-powered speakers like Jambox, but in a real ammo cam can. So it's a great gift for men who you don't know what the heck to buy them. Uh, they're made by U.S. veterans, made in the U.S. The code is capital S E X ten. So capital S lowercase E X one zero, and uh, you can find all of that info on TATalkSex.com. Uh, there's a for ammoaudio.com it's a $10 discount and back to the show welcome back to TNA Talk Sex we're here with Mark W. Gray, the man behind Professor Puppet, the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Who brings so much joy to everyone. <laughs> Even <laughs> sexual talk, right? There's ah, a yes. Sex 101. And Hans von Puppet does. will be coming on and joining us and you giving his teasing. sex expertise. You keep teasing. I know, we are. Oh, he's, we love. But we the buildup leads to the best. We're in love with Hans. Oh, it's like but, a tantric podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. So, okay, despite all of our, not despite, in spite of, I don't know, our Grinch talk about our, our Grinch talk about, our Grinch children. Talk about kids. Which isn't. I, I'm totally. I, I have to. I don't need to justify myself. These are my hesitations and no reservations. Real concerns. But also, I understand there's possible joys and all that. Yeah, I'm are. sure misconceptions, all that. We're well, that brings us that back you, to you. We're grateful that you've been here to be the voice of reason from the <laughs> other side. Who's well, to like, hear our concerns and to I also express the beautiful journey that you've had. I mean, you beautiful love it. Journey. Yeah. Um, which brings us to the holiday season and yes. appreciating the holiday season and the family that you will see. Yeah. Ah, yes. Can I say I so at Thanksgiving, we my family did a really beautiful circle of uh, it was one of these cheesy things. Well, I call it cheesy, but like online things where it says, oh, read these poems uh -huh. and then, you know, go around and say what you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. And my family, a large family, but has never done anything like that. And I think in general, stuff. we appreciate each other. Yeah, well, we took too. the time to do it. One of my cousins like brought it in. And we all we did it. And by the end, we were all crying. But in this loving way, sure. we, you know, had an homage to our grandfather who had passed away and his wife, who's our grandmother, was still there. And she, you know, mentioned how she misses him. And anyway, and then it kind of was this whole appreciation for what the family offers, a checking in of where everyone is in their lives. And um, and, you know, and it brought tears of joy and, and connection. And so I just wanted to highlight that. I mean, we're talking about family and talking about fear of almost 
continuing the line of starting family. But I yeah, think... we get to experience all these beautiful joys around being you. a part of one. Yeah. And well, Mark, you have two children. I, I mean, talk about children. you are separated now with from your wife uh-huh. for a good while. Yeah, yeah. But you co-parented and you kind of have the kids go back and forth. Yeah, basically, it's a space standard situation where they go to... They, they live with her most of the time for school and all that. And then I get them every other weekend. And then big holidays, you just trade back and forth. Mm-hmm. And Christmas usually is... One side has them up to Christmas, and the other one has them from Christmas to New Year's, you know, and it just flips yeah. year by year. So with the holidays, I mean, I grew up actually like that with my parents yeah. being separated. And um, and I guess I was just curious on your take, Mark, about the holidays and, and why it's important. And Yeah, or, or maybe to phrase it this way, I, if you agree, but um, maybe hol- what are holidays like? Do you have a preference for holidays pre-kids versus post? Or maybe you could... <laughs> oh. Good question. Yeah. Well, the best ones are when I was a kid, I think. You <laughs> know, at Christmas, because it was I always agree. the same every year. New Year's, Christmas Eve, we'd, we'd have these certain relatives would come over. We'd cook certain things. And we always, we always had shrimp. My mom made a bunch of shrimp. We'd have on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and some kind of casserole or something. And we'd just sit around and eat shrimp and chat, basically. That was it. And that was Christmas Eve. And then we'd open one present. And then the next morning, we'd open all the rest, you know. Uh-huh. And it was all decorated. It was all lovely. It's and beautiful. so. As I get older, holidays kind of mean less and less to me. <laughs> like I get less, they're all, they all seem kind of corporate and fake to me, <laughs> like just op- opportunities to buy things and, you know, but there's still a lot of joy in all of that and all of Christmas and everything like that. And, but what you realize, once you think, oh, what will I do when I don't have my kids for Christmas? How will I possibly have Christmas if I don't get the kids till the next day? Turns out it's just fine. <laughs> you know, as long as you're not just completely alone I don't think any of us could be because we all have friends I was completely alone a couple of years ago yeah? How T was and, it? It, well T and I went to Fra- Paris, Paris together when <gasps> she was still dating we um, went to Paris together for Christmas? we, we did, did but, but I had a partner well she was with her partner so we all went together <sighs> the three of I'm us I'm going to cry that's what I want to do for <laughs> it was really <laughs> fun we it went to that really vineyard wonderful. you were yeah, there for we the did. vineyard we that did. was wonderful yeah we, we had a great time but but um, actually for Christmas for the day of she and her partner um, went to the country, and I stayed in time. the apartment in Paris uh-huh. for uh, probably a week, a good week. Mm. So, I, yeah, I had uh, the couple days before Christmas alone, Christmas Eve, um, which, by the way, I went to Midnight Mass uh, at Notre Dame and met um, a very suave French photographer. Did you hook up on Christmas I Eve? I did. <laughs> Christmas Eve, I had erotic <laughs> sex under the bridge. Under the bridge? <laughs> under the bridge. <laughs> That's cool. On Christmas cold. Eve. That's cool. Is that naughty? Oh, it's cold. Very naughty. It was were you cold. Well, we were hot enough. No, you were warming we each warming other each up. Other up. You had it sex was with great. A stranger I did on God's birthday. I did. Is that does that make me a bad person? No, you I know think what? we were celebrating the gift creation. that God gave us. Exactly. I think you're winning. Basically, I, that, you're was winning win. that was a win. That was a win. Anyway, I'm taking back everything I said. You don't need to have children. You can have. Just go to Paris and meet go a stranger. Go to Paris and have Christmas alone. There Christmas. you go. That sounds well, fantastic. I was going to say, I love the idea of going to Notre Dame, like going to the churches, like wonderful. seeing music and really having well, a personal thing, time Because I'm by myself. Yourself. This is the first Christmas I've been away from my family. I was going through, uh, I was pretty much broken up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was, yeah, but it, you know, anyway, it was, there was sort of this melancholy thing about it, but it was also really beautiful. And then I woke up and I had this little mini panettone and, you know, had my own little Christmas morning. And I had a couple moments of like, but it was okay. I think yeah. it's, it was okay, it's and I felt like an adult. Yeah. I felt like, oh yeah, I felt like I crossed some barrier into adulthood. Yeah, 
you know? Well, I used to always go to my parents' house for Christmas in mm-hmm. Indiana, and it was always kind of snowy and cold and wintry, you know. Then I remember the first time I stayed in L.A. for Christmas, and it turns out it's just fine. You don't miss out <laughs> on anything. It's still Christmas. It a couple is a little of years weird ago, not being cold here, though. We have a really good friend who has a house in Hawaii, uh-huh. and I've been wanting to go out there for years. I've never been to Hawaii. And a few years ago, my mom was going to come to L.A. for Christmas, and I was like, well, you know, Instead of getting all these plane tickets for us to go to Indiana, why don't we go to Hawaii, you know? Because that's, like, that's crazy. And, there's uh, no snow and there. You, and, yeah, there's no snow. We stayed at my friend in, in Johnny's house, and it was unbelievably awesome. Me and my kids <laughs> and my mom and Johnny in his lovely house in Oahu overlooking the Diamond Head and all that. And it was just like the best Christmas ever. Because we just, we just like sat around. We opened presents and stuff and ate meals and went around and did Hawaii stuff. It was just the greatest thing ever. <laughs> snow, snowmen, who cares? Rudolph, Christmas yeah. specials. None of that is important. It's just, you know, being with people you like. Can yeah. I, oh, yeah. can I comment? I just, I feel like when we're growing up, we have an idea of what Christmas needs to be. And that can put a lot of pressure yeah, on it or expectation. Sure. And of course, as your life passes, things change, right? And so then, and constantly fluctuating. I mean, one minute you're married and you're always spending with her. Then you have children. And then and then it's about the children and it's and the focus is them and creating rituals yeah. for them. And then you're maybe you're, then you're single and then maybe you're together with someone again, or, you know, and just constantly growing. And I think it's, I mean, we talk a lot about this on our shows always, but like the kind of the judgment you put on something or the expectation. Oh, sure. And I think it's it's almost less about that, but rather what is it that you need this year, this particular year that's coming around? What is it that you need for a sense of wholesomeness or or wholeness? And like, can you can you do certain rituals mm-hmm. that are maybe not? Well, I rituals, guess ritual is the idea of repetition of doing it from well, maybe the year before, right, but make you feel better about, but Christmas something new, like maybe you're by yourself. So you go to the mass and see some beautiful choral singing and or yeah. hook up with a hot Frenchman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like all the way up or you're with the family opening presents. <laughs> I've ever had now. <laughs> dang it. I'm just doing it wrong. No, but, or I'm with my family and we're dancing to, you know, uh, Carlos Vives, you know, Colombian music in the living room, you know, and, and that's like our Colombian family Christmas. That sounds awesome. So fun. Yeah. Or this year I'll be working on a script with a friend. I know. T and I are electing to not go home for the holidays. And this we're is my first stay. time. Yeah. I'll hold your hand. Thanks. But I'm going to be with friends and uh, and it's about productivity. And I think if I know I'm achieving certain right. goals, then uh-huh. I feel really good. And, you know, and I'll talk with my family on the phone and well, they all fun. know and they yeah. were all very supportive. And I think there's beauty in that. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't get my kids until Christmas Day this year. They're flying in on Christmas Day from some right. cabin where they're spending time with my ex-wife and her husband in uh, Oregon. Yeah. And they'll be all full of, you know. Christmas cheer. Free Christmas cheer from that. And uh, <laughs> and then on Christmas, I'll like, cook dinner or something. That'll yeah, be that. That know? sounds nice. We have a party to go to on the 24th, and, and that'll be that. You know, that's that's Christmas. And it's fun. I got my tree up. I have a little cre- tree that I bought at Urban Outfitters. It's the tinsel tree I've had Aww. for 10 years. I find that, that great. I, I opted to wear a tiara every uh, party this year. Like, I think that's great. For this month, I was like, oh, a little tiara. Last year, I had glitter in my car, and in a last-minute kind of decorative way, I pressed glitter on my lips and put in my hair. And it's oh. still everywhere. Like, yeah. Well, glitter yeah. is the herpes <laughs> of craft supplies. Uh, <laughs> they say that, but it's also the most festive, you know, I love glitter. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, Check out on our Facebook. We posted this thing on a, a, a glitter booty slap. Yeah, it's beautiful. Glitter booty slap. Oh, my God. It's amazing. You should call your album that. Glitter booty slap. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we should. glitter that's, booty slap. That's going to be the name of our the book where we write each other's perspectives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and sex under the bridge in paris dot booty dot slap yeah all right i get it but my my point was 
I don't know. You were wearing a tiara for tiara. the holidays. Yeah, and that's to me, that's like a little ritual. Like I last wear a year was glitter. jacket when I go to parties in, in December. Exactly. So I think it's just these fun little things that kind of say, oh, it's a special time. That's And this true. is how I'm highlighting that's it. That's true. Like when I was alone, and you can do this, like you don't have to have a family or friends mm. in order to feel You don't need any friends. Cheer. You're going to be by yourself. No, I mean, <laughs> I was by myself, and, but I made an effort to like buy myself a little panettone and make sure that I had something you know, fun like do to do for myself. Do something nice for yourself. I always tell people this for their birthdays. It's more about, I think these are all opportunities to check in with yourself and yeah. just kind of say. Well, and celebrate. Yeah, i got a big celebrate. birthday coming up in January. Yeah. And it's, it's when you're single, birthdays are tough because you don't want to throw your own birthday party because it's sort of like. I throw my own birthday parties. I throw my own birthday parties. Do I don't you, trust do put, anybody else to throw them. Do you put a lot into it? Do you Hell like yeah. Set up stuff? My, we had an epic birthday party this year. Really? And I, that was she all did. me. I don't remember getting in the She planned all of it. <laughs> I couldn't invite the world. A planned all of her birthday party. And of course we supported once she was sending out the call to action. You know, people yeah. stepped up in different ways. I'm like. The cake that Sarah brought was amazing. Yeah, it ended up being like a dual time. cake. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had a lot of Scorpio birthdays. I always want to like not cause a big fuss for myself. If someone else wants to cause a big fuss for me, down for that but, I hear you, know. you but you know what it was really empowering to to step up and be like no I'm celebrating my birthday yeah. like yeah it is and I, I encourage I, you to do it well I will come to your birthday party will you yes I, will you invite me to yours next to yes you? okay yes. good but 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 only <laughs> if only if you throw yourself a birthday party well oh, I'm gonna be 50 challenge guys so that's what do you mean? So that's the like the best reason to the throw best yourself a reason. I know that's why I got to do something. But this is my the point I kind of want to get at. Yeah, is sorry. that there's all this pressure from television or whatever to have these incredibly full experiences for Christmas, New Year's Eve, your birthday, Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know, and it's like if you're not Boo. hitting all the boxes, you know, if you're not 100% on Valentine's Day. You're 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 you're, you're not winning at life. You know. Yeah. Well, if you don't have yeah. a great date for New Year's Eve and get kissed at midnight, you're kind of blowing it. Yeah, well, that's bullshit. No, that's what they say, though. That's the message out there. That's the message out there. It's tough, and you got to kind of let go of that. Right, you do. And that's what I've been doing with Christmas more lately. Is I get less and less head up about it. Now, I think if I had a girlfriend, I would be more into all of these things because it's someone to share these things. Well, but I like the point of you get less and less because that's very commercial. But I love the idea of redefining it for yourself. I guess I do feel it And still making it, taking time to kind of, it's almost like an opportunity. Right, to create space for something new. Well, you know, last year, a couple years ago for Thanksgiving, I I cook Thanksgiving dinner usually. I have like a dozen people come over. I've been cooking for 20 years. Where was our invite? Yeah, where was our invite? Come on. All right. You know what? I lost track of you guys because you changed the name of your podcast that's true we did me. and i didn't hear it for months i guess well i guess they're not doing it anymore that was a from pushing boundaries of tna it. to tna talk sex everyone get on board but Giddy now, up. Uh, now we're <laughs> never sailing uh, I, you will never leave my side from now on. uh but like a couple years ago I, it was just me and the two kids for thanksgiving so i was like well i'm not gonna make a turkey i'm gonna get lobsters and we bought lobsters yeah. and just made lobster for Thanksgiving. And it was the greatest thing ever. Lobsters I did so that one fun. year with my French partner. Yeah. I remember this story. Yeah, we did lobsters. It was beautiful. So I might do so that for sweet. Christmas this year. That oh, that'd be, be nice. I just had, just had that idea now. And I it's also I, doing something new, yeah. you know, which is uh, all ripe for comedy. And now I got the pot. Yeah. So now I'm all set. That's all you need. The big pot. The lobster pot. Yeah, lobster you got to have the pot. Otherwise pot. it's tough. You know? <laughs> it is. It is. So how, how are we doing on time? We I are going to wrap up. No, no, no. We're oh. waiting. We need Hans. Oh, I my need God. to see Professor Puppet. I've been waiting for we him all day. We haven't had Professor Hans von Puppet. Pro- oh, well, hang on. Let me go get it. Hang on. Hans, they, they're, they're ready for you. Okay. But, okay. 
I'm sorry, I fell asleep in the other room there. I didn't know what you were doing. Hans, Hans, you took a little nap? Well, I thought you said I was going to be on, and then you kept going to break and going to break. Well, I know, but, but, but Mark was so interesting. We, we oh, couldn't let him go. Guy. He has so much life experience. That guy can talk, I tell you what. I, well, thank God. <laughs> but well, thank you for having to me. <laughs> you have so much life experience. Well, yes, darling. How can I help you? What can I teach you about well, anything you'd like Okay, to know? so we're talking about the holidays. Yes, And yes. we've had a very ripe conversation about... Uh, having kids and not and ah, yes, family yes, yes. around the holidays and so we were wondering how to define it for yourself <sighs> yes but but also how we could make the holidays a little bit spicier oh a little spicier well if you've got a lover to spend some time with on the holidays well I think it's all about just uh, you know spending cozy quiet time together even in a hot place like Los Angeles, you have to simulate the cold winter. You and know. How, yes. it's, it's, it's been snowy. cold it the last few days. It's been a little yes. chilly. I have the heater on. Yes, I think you should take your favorite uh, Grinch and whatever, television specials, and snuggle up and get some wine oh, and watch them, maybe. Miracle on nice. 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life or something. What about yeah. ice skating? Oh, ice, oh, I don't have the ankles Professor for Hans that, really. I don't really care for ice skating. But I like yeah. to be out among the ice skaters. That sounds like You fun. do have white hair. You're kind of like the slimmer, foxier <laughs> like sibling of Santa Claus. <laughs> Yes, good old I see Nicholas. that. Yes, well, you know. Ah, me and Santa Claus, we go way back, you know. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a magical creature. What does like Santa myself. Claus do to spice up his his Christmas? Well, I think Santa Claus pretty much got his hands full on Christmas. I, think he's well, I know, but, I mean, but there's got to be some days before or after. I think uh, he has after, a refractory how does, he, how does he recover? What does how Mrs. Does Claus do for Santa Claus? I think Santa Claus after. gets like a... I think he gets a good one the night before Christmas, <laughs> you know. He gets 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 really gets his game on with Mrs. Claus to build the confidence, you know, the night before. Really mm. has goes at it with the creative his, energy. With the old so bird, you know. He's an old guy, you know. He's magical, but he's still, you know, he's not ready to go just like that. So I think maybe one good bang the night before Christmas. Too. I like that. A, a gift, the gift of an orgasm on New Year's to Eve. Yes. Eve. That'll to put the cherries in your cheeks. Giving. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. Santa's all full of vim and vigor to go and get in the sleigh and do all that time traveling stuff to deliver the presents and all that jazz. And then he comes back, sleeps for a couple of days, and by about, you know, the 29th, he's ready to go at it with Mrs. Claus. Just can, in time for New Year's. Can I comment? A lot of people are born in August-ish time. It's so true. if we scroll back, it kind of means December was conception time. Oh. That's right. Well, when it's winter, that's we're all bundled you. up together. That's me. Tea, that's tea. Yeah, tea my parents during the holidays. My parents knew how to snuggle and spice it up at the holiday oh, season. Of course. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. A lot of snuggling. A lot of rum balls had that. A lot of <laughs> eggnog. A lot of, you know. I love eggnog. Oh, yes. Do you? If you got any with you. Because I could, I could certainly go for an eggnog right now. I know. We drank all the champagne. Oh, I'm what? so sorry. Good heavens. <laughs> I know. But maybe next time, if you've got like a hot toddy or something. Well, yeah. We have Whiskey some Baileys. Sour. Huh? We have some Baileys. Like Baileys. coffee. What do you call that? An Irish coffee? Irish coffee. Irish ah, coffee. yes. I love an Irish coffee. Fix you an Irish um, coffee. Professor Hans von Puppet. Yes, darling. In your life experience. Yes, darling. What have you found to be some of the... Are you developing an accent while you talk to me, darling? Well, yes. It's only natural. Well, right. well because, yes. It's an effect I have on women. You <laughs> inspire me, It's yes. mirroring. You're mirroring me. Exactly. You've, I've learned this. We the want pick, to be how closer to, pick up to women. you. Okay. Yeah, that's true, actually. You're mirroring. The mirroring yes. uh, attracts people. Yes. So I guess I'm curious in your all of your experience. Yes. I'm, we were sort of hitting on it, yes. spicing things up. But mm -hmm. but yeah, some, some key... Uh, romantic moves, strategies. Oh, I mean, sexually or romantically? Oh, I think these I mean, are different. You're talking how to move it from the couch to the bedroom you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, What's like, okay, so you're, you're, you're on the with? couch snuggling and uh, watching. It's like, you know that, that you, I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I love that song. I, I do too. 
baby, it's bad out there. Just kind of have that in your heart, you know. You're trying to just snuggle up. Any old excuse. Oh, you don't want to go at this hour? Look at the weather. <laughs> it's freezing cold outside. Now. We want to wait for Santa Claus. We like massage. You've never seen like It's a Wonderful really Life, darling. You must stay over and watch it, you know. Maybe you plan a nice breakfast to have together. You, know? oh. you tease those Lure Belgian waffles. With breakfast. That's the best you know? way. I'm a breakfast monger. Are you really? It's my favorite meal of the day. Of, yes. Now you're a morning sex person as well? I'm not. Oh, what no. about after breakfast? After you've had your... I, I am an afternoon sex person. Really? I really am. That is unusual. Well, but it's true. Oh, I believe you. I am my horniest. I have and no I ha- reason And to I have the you. best sex at like d- midday. Okay. I, this is highly inconvenient though, unless I have an artistic person who also... <laughs> just works from home and you know is constantly available to well, we freelancers have, have to stick together you know <laughs> I understand what Maybe. that sounds wonderful yeah. afternoon what about 2 2 30 does that work for you uh, right after lunch yeah okay yeah, lovely, yeah. lovely you don't eat too much lunch though no I have. I keep it light I find if I have a cocktail with lunch I get really nappy in the afternoon oh yeah no I can't do that I can't no, put, no. not if I'm going to stay productive or reproductive if you're going to be <laughs> or reproductive getting in the sack <laughs> after lunch you know? we're not Maybe trying a to wide avoid for lunch the kids at the moment huh Trying to avoid kids at the moment. Are for you? the moment. Hmm. Just for the moment. I had a dream the other night. It was weird. I was, uh, there was a girl who looked just like you. She had a crazy <laughs> tattoo kind of near her <laughs> vagina, and it said something about uh, hoo-ha on it. I don't know what it said, but uh, it seemed to say, put babies here. <laughs> and I said, good. darling, you have a wonderful vagina, and you should be pushing children out babies of it out soon. Of it. <laughs> That's, dreams are weird, aren't they? Thank you, Hans. That's I always so keep that in mind. That's that very wise. <laughs> Uh, then we run a train. I think, Hans, sometimes you help us see the truth, you know. Oh, man. You're just in your wisdom. It is literally the very least I could do. I'm naming my firstborn after you. Really? Yes. Oh, darling. Because if I have kids, it will be because of this conversation. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> well, Hans, uh, maybe. You, in nine you uh, interview people about sexuality Hansel. as well, right? I do sometimes. Among other things. Well, I had a deal with the, uh, with what's that company called? Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, I forgot. And uh, they like sell the too. sex toys, and they they sponsored. So you were on my show, I we remember. Were, came yeah. We had a great time. Yeah. So I like to speak freely about these things, you know. Yeah, sex. you're like a great resource for everyone. You're the grandfather of all things we need to know in life. Well, I find if you speak slowly and with an accent, with some authority, people take you seriously. It's sad. I think true. what you're saying is not just off the top of your head, but mm-hmm. actually of study. So you know, I got that going for me. Hans, of all, oh, so for everyone listening who is looking for sex advice yes. or trying to improve their <clears throat> sex life, expertise, sex expertise. What's your number one recommendation? Oh. piece of advice oh. for sex expertise. It's um, pay attention, show up, oh. be there, be present. You know what I mean? Don't be have your eye on the clock or watching your back. You know, you want to know. Or you, your you want to focus on your partner. You want to hundred percent be there, present, locked in. Thinking about their pleasure. That's the number one important thing. You're going to be taken care of on your own. You've got to focus on them. And if you're lucky, they might be focused on you. But if they're not, it's okay. It's okay. Just focus on them. You're going to get taken care of in good time, in good karma, whatever. And maybe sometime they'll be focused on you and you can lay back like the Sultan of Brunei, no problem. <laughs> but if you want to really hit a home run, you want to really touch all the bases, well, A, touch all the bases, and then, uh, you know, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> work at it, you know, but don't think of it as work. You know, it's have fun. fun. Have fun. It's with fun. It. Have fun with it. it. I like that. Wow, I thank like you. My pleasure. Hans. Yes. It's a great reminder. <laughs> well, that's the very least I could do, darling. Uh, well, so you're in town for Christmas, are you? 
We are. <laughs> yeah. mm. we are so we'll test. Hungry. We'll test that. Oh yes, out. we'll have to. Uh, <laughs> we'll be in touch. Further research is called for in this topic. Right. We exactly. appreciate you wearing our beer and ornaments as well. Oh, thank you, darling. We've decorated <laughs> you, and uh, you can see those pictures on social media. Yes, indeed. <sighs> thank you, Hans. Oh, my pleasure, darling. Us. Would you like me to go get Mark? Would uh, we would love you? All right, hang on. Mark, Mark, are you gonna? They, they finished with me now. I got them all round up for you. Okay. Hey, guys. Mark, hi. Oh, it's nice to be back. Did Hans get you guys all hot and Oh bothered? my God, yes. He's Great advice. Yeah, he's so wise. He Always about he giving. This was a long time ago, but I directed the Vagina Monologues in college. Oh, did you? Yeah, and then we had a show. We were interviewed, and they talked. My my dad was in town, mm-hmm. and um, and they talked him into coming on the air, and he was very shy about it. He said, well, I'll go on with a microphone, but I'm not going to like show my face. Okay. But he basically said, he was like, Someone called in and said, well, how do I get my girlfriend to give more or something like that? And he just, he was like, well, I find the more you give, the more you get. <laughs> and I just feel like that maybe Aww. resonates with Hans's message. Well, that's, that is go, good dad. I know. Way to go, tease dad. Thanks. I feel really good about my dad's philosophy. <laughs> the more you give, the more you get. That's true. Yeah. You just want to, I don't know, be present. In everything in life. And really. I think that's a great holiday message. That is. On that note. On that note. We're, we've been talking with Mark. W. Gray, who's convinced us to have children. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a big day for me. <laughs> I, well, I don't know. As we ramp up the fruitful holiday season. Can I tell you a little season. side story before you throw me out? Yes. Yeah. My dad was 50 when I was born. Wow. wow. Okay. My, my sister's two years older than me. That's all. So he was 48. And uh, he'd been married before to someone for like 20 years who had died after World War II. My dad was in World War II. And then he met my mom in the 60s. And that's when they got together. And she's 18 years younger than him. You know, and that worked until, you know, for the rest of his life, you know. He just died a few years ago, like seven years ago. Mm. And I've, and, you know, I always, you know, after my second kid was born, uh, there was the whole discussion of, okay, should you get a vasectomy? What should we do about not having any more kids? Because two is really enough. And I just had this weird vision of myself being like 50 and having like a whole new family. Wow. You know what I mean? And, and, and I, my marriage was 100% back then. There was no like sign of it going anywhere. But I didn't get a vasectomy because I thought, you know what? I ki- these kids are so awesome. It'd be a pity not to have more if it ever came up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Mm. And I don't know. I had that, I've always had this weird vision of, go- of of starting again. Not that I'm chasing that or trying right. to do that. But you're open to it. It would be. It might be a kind of a crazy hassle, but I would totally be up for it because people are amazing. Yeah. And 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 having them that are a part of you is extra specially amazing. Are you trying to tell us that you want to have kids with us? <laughs> Only if I can have kids with both of you. Because <laughs> I think the three of us together we can like really make team. this work. You know? I don't feel more confident in that. You've been down the... You know how sure. to do it. He's got, I do know. have to say it's wonderful to hear... Um, how the relation uh, hear you talk about your children and the and the relationships you have with them and mm-hmm. it's uh they're and the, it is an inspiration great. yeah they're really great kids it's um it's an inspiration f- i think for families the way that you support them and encourage their art and creation and mm-hmm. i try well yeah, I, th- I think really the key nice. is to just try to be good try to be a good person and let them see you be a good person and do good things and they'll want to do Lead good things example. too yeah. and they value what you value it turns out mm. On that note, now that you're, everyone's going to be seeing their families. I can actually see now. your ovaries <laughs> pumping out eggs right now. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another vision, a dream in the files. Uh, <laughs> on that note, I'm T. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. And you can find um, Professor Puppet on, uh, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can also on Twitter at Rocket Pictures. At Rocket Pictures. Mm-hmm. At Professor Puppet, but he never tweets. Right, got it. And, and also at Mark W. Gray, right? And at uh, 
at Mark W. Gray on Instagram. On Instagram. And then YouTube.com slash M.W. Gray for the Mark Gray channel. That's nothing to do with Professor Puppet, but I'm on it. And I do vlogs and how-tos and other fun stuff. Great. Thank you. Um, and so on that, have a great holiday. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Thank you.